Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analysing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. Following my breakdown of Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm back in forks, baby, and I'm looking at New Moon, Stephanie Meyer's shitty Twilight sequel about a depressed teenager, her werewolf best friend, and her her vampire boyfriend who, who goes to Italy and glitters in the sun or something. Uh, new episodes are released every week. Read along with me and let me know your thoughts at PodBreakingDown on Twitter or visit BreakingDownBadBooks.com for all of the links and contact information. Over on the Patreon, I'm covering Blanka Lipinska's 365 Days, which is a Fifty Shades knockoff, but originally written in Polish and much worse. <laughs> you can access those bonus episodes at patreon.com slash breakingdownbadbooks. Happy reading. This is where the gaslighting gets really good. My nickname around these parts is Dead Weight. I haven't been considering scissor. I'm prepared to travel in time. We were deep into an Adam Sandler rabbit hole in this podcast. How did that happen? A lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bauer. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, this is Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. Well, once again, uh, Eric Roberts did not disappoint. Not at all. <laughs> no. Did we not disappoint. <laughs> um, it just, just so you know, after, so a couple of weeks ago, we did, what was the movie called? Because it wasn't. Just what the doctor ordered. Just what the doctor ordered, and it's part of the stocked by my doctor cinematic universe. Yeah. And what we didn't know, what we didn't know when we picked this movie was that this movie was actually the fifth part of a series of movies. When we picked the last right. movie, and, you mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we, you know, we got ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So we thought, you know what? Maybe we should go back to the beginning and see like the origin story. <laughs> and this movie did not disappoint no, at no. all. <laughs> I will say though, and, and I kind of suspected this was going to be the case. They definitely, once they realized they had some gold here, they lean into the crazy the further in the series they get. Like this one, yeah, this was, one was, was nuts, but it, it felt more grounded in, in most of the movie. Uh, right. It also felt like it was from a, a simpler time where the biggest yes. problem on everyone's minds was texting and driving. Right, you know, and like the sexism. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is pre-me too. Yeah. This is pre-me too. Yeah. What does it tell? Yeah, you could pre-me. tell. Pre-me too. The pre-the me too oh, movement. pre-me too. Yeah, predated the whole me too movement. Pre yeah. me too, yeah. It was this was maybe it was in 2015, I, I believe. Because mm -hmm. there is stuff that's a long that time ago. Not have flown today. I was saying what? before we uh, went on the air. I'm sorry. What were you saying about the stuff that didn't? Oh no no no! <laughs> like like 
like certain acknowledgements that went ignored or like basically suck it up, Buttercup. No, 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 no. Not have flown. I, well, I did like did the pushback in? in those moments, though. I did like that that when those things happened, that a certain character stood up for herself in a big way. Uh, yes. Which because I was so angry when those things happened, and th- thank goodness she was like, uh, 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 we're not doing that. No. Right. And then especially without revealing too much, now that I have a daughter of my own, when that, I was like, wait, what? Wait. Yeah, I was thinking of you. Yeah. I was like, geez. Yeah. I was anyway, saying, um, Kurt, what were you I, going I to earlier, say, Kurt? I was saying earlier that, um, and I'll say it now on the air, that I like to try to figure out what the mental illness of is of these characters. And I enjoy it more when I'm watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> Because, you know, it's more, it's a little subtle. It's like, is this person, like, are they on the spectrum? What's going on here? And But here it's just like, you're just like a psychopath. It's, a, it's like a catch-all. Thing, yeah, know? well, and also and the, Whatever other stray mental illness is is, is, is is coming off of that, like a spider web. The premise <laughs> of the or the main character in this movie, it, it's not a secret that he does have mental, mental illness. In, you know, future episodes of these movies, he does get locked up in a mental institution. Hallmark, they never really acknowledge it. It's just kind of fun to sort no, of kick it out. No, but you, you can tell. I, I can see patterns and things mm-hmm. like that things are yeah now i'm wondering though <laughs> since there's five of these movies mm-hmm. i'm wondering if in one of these movies we get either a prequel or we get like a backstory on albert or eric Roberts. well ba- based on the oh go ahead kurt i was gonna say what we didn't get was his uh hawaiian Oh yeah, the imaginary yeah, yeah. Hawaiian imaginary twin who we saw at the end. We, there, was like, well, there was like another another Eric Roberts in a Hawaiian shirt, and the, uh, that happens in one of these movies, but not the first one. Well, I did a little. I did a little reading. So the the um, the next movie picks up where this movie let leaves off, and mm-hmm. that person. Is a product of where he is. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. And it makes total sense. Like, okay. So I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it did feel like this movie was doing a lot of world building. Like, they were, they were laying out... This was the first glimpse into this character uh, having a bit of a meltdown and, and becoming a different person than he had been. And you know what I think? I think that this was one of those fluke movies where they're doing one and thought, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then at the end of this one, they were like, holy shit, we've struck gold. We need to keep this going. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I uh, so we had watched this one, Stalked by My Doctor, on Amazon Prime. It's available there to watch. So if you have a membership, you can uh, do that. And, and, and it suggests. Be. I watched it for free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it suggested other movies from Lifetime, and there was a Lifetime universe of Stalked by My, and so I Mm -hmm. saw one, I think it was like Stalked by My Neighbor or something like that, so they were probably trying to create a whole franchise of Stalked by My, and realized, oh, Mm -hmm. this character by himself should have his own universe. The SBU. Yeah. 
I have mixed feelings. I was thinking, I, I just, I don't know. I, I give this a lot, this movie a lot of thought before and after and during. And before I saw it, I was really thinking, would I want to be stalked by my doctor? Because no. I would just keep, no, no, I would just keep asking for medical information. Like, you imagine like how much, what the value of that is? Like my, my doctor is outside hiding in a shrub. I open the window and I get a bunch of like medical information, which is worth like a, that's, that's worth like a ton of money. I understand yeah. the, the, the comedic concept you're laying out here, Kurt, but I, I don't think that holds up. I think if they're stalking you and they're outside your window, they're not going to be there just spouting off medical, medical advice, uh, you know, to satisfy your whims. They're going to be trying to stab you or rape you. Right, right, and he's like, and he he'll start fucking with your procedures. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> just that. use WebMD, kind of, Kurt. WebMD. I'm kind of serious. Right. I was, I really was thinking this through. Like, would that right. really work out for the doctor who's stalking me? But ultimately, I did think it'd be kind of weird. Yeah, because it's it's all fun and games until he starts fucking with your procedures. Well, I don't want that. <laughs> well, anyway. But what a what a great thing of a cardiologist stalking you. Jeez, if you have a, you have, you have a heart attack, you're in good hands. Call he would, well, actually, the, the cardiologist, cardiologist well, would cause the heart attack by stalking you. That's true. I don't and, know. And, you just and remember win. what we learned in in movie number five. <laughs> uh, remember remember what happened in movie number five. Well, which part? There was a lot that happened in that one. Oh, with that, yes. Well, he, he yeah, talks to a mannequin. So, 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 so that, you know, well, anyway, before we get started, Kurt, uh, oh. do you have any, anything from the black China universe? I, I don't, but I have a little oh. news about, um, there's just no, her publicist what? must not be working. I got, I found an article that, uh, I was just looking for some other article. I found an article that the, uh, Policeman from the Village Voice is mad at the weekend, and I also found an article. <laughs> and I also found an article about the recent episode of Grey's Anatomy, which had a special guest star. But that's pretty much the whole news. It's that uh, Eric Roberts appeared on Grey's Anatomy wait, 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 this past wait, wait, wait. week. Wait, and now okay. should I call it the Grey's Anatomy report? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Roberts yeah, report. Here's Kurt well, Fitzpatrick. Because uh, Black China has been just out of it, there's just been no news. Um, uh, the big news is that uh, the last week, we're recording this on May 11th, 2021, last week's episode of Grey's Anatomy, season 17, Eric Roberts was in it. Wow. Uh, playing, um, he was playing uh, the character Jackson Avery. He's playing his dad. I actually watched oh, the scene. I watched I know who the scene. He is. Yeah. He's Jackson's yeah. dad. I know exactly. Jackson's yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. This guy who plays Jackson, man, he's he's intense. The kind of was that guy was looking at me like that. I'd be, I would, I would hide. Is that uh, Jesse? Uh, what's his name? Um, Jesse Williams. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he's Williams. super hot. Oh, yeah. he's insanely uh, he, hot. He has an intense look on his face. Yeah. yeah. He was well, looking at. He was. He was looking at Eric Roberts like he was going to break his head off. Now were now were there scenes with Eric because. In, because I watch Grey's Anatomy, I'm just a little behind right now. But um, J- Jackson's parents are Eric Roberts and Debbie Allen. Did they all three have a scene together? Did you watch that? No, not what. No, not that I saw. It was a scene in a bar, and it was just uh, Jesse Williams and Eric Roberts in the scene. Yeah. So I, I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy since like when you know Izzy was still on the show. 
I kind of, oh I kind of really? gave up when like uh, Izzy was uh, like dreamy of ghost sex with Denny or whatever. Uh, I never watched, but it. I know sort of broadly, isn't J- Debbie Allen's character married to the chief now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Catherine Avery. The Averys are very rich, yeah. and through a series of events, the Averys now run the like they run slash own the hospital. Okay. Good. Oh, and Jebby Allen, she's the woman that's been, she's been around for years, right? Yeah. She was a From like producer. Yeah, and she produces she, and directs yeah. uh, Grey's a lot. Yeah. Didn't she, did she produce a different world, or was that somebody yeah. else? Yeah, so she directed She it. would she direct it a lot, yeah, but she didn't produce it. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. It's, uh, that's pretty much it. And they say uh, they're just giving people an update uh, who Eric Roberts is. And, of course, they give all his, his, his highlights. They how, say he's how do you a, narrow it down into an article? Uh, yeah, kind of. It just says it gives a little update about what's happening on the on the show, and that Eric Roberts is there. And apparently, he he had been on the show a couple of years ago. Less, yeah, uh, I remember. I remember. And, and said so now they they brought him back last week. First, this is his, his most recent work, and it says uh, the award winning actor has a career dating back to the nineteen eighties uh, or nineteen sixties. No, mid nineteen sixties. Probably sixties. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's not yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. 60s. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. it says uh, starring in films such as Bob Fosse's. Uh, Star 80, The Expendables, and The Dark Knight. He was a three-time Golden Globe nominee for the film Runaway Train, as well as one nomination for his role in, in King of the Gypsies. He wasn't in the mid-60s, we're talking? Yeah, he was, he was like... He, like, he started acting when he was a, 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 in his late teens, so that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I was curious if he could have auditioned for Star Wars, and I looked him up, and he wasn't the right age for it. Like he could have played Han Solo if he was the right age, but he wasn't. He was like too. He was he was too young at that at that point. But he's probably close to seven. He's probably he was a close kid, to seven, closer to seven. But he was he was a kid not. actor, and he was a kid actor. And I, I don't think kid 60s. actor, but probably like eighteen. Yeah, like late teens, early twenties. He was. I think yeah. you're off by like ten years. Mm. I'm gonna check this out because remember he he had a relationship with Sandy Dennis, and it was she's like a way older deal. than him. She was way older than him, though. Yeah, yeah, and that was you like a big Eric deal. Roberts. I go down these Eric Roberts rabbit rabbit holes, rabbit holes, and, 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 and I just keep going down. But see, look, Eric Eric Roberts could could appear on a you know the one of the one of the top shows in the country. And mm-hmm. appear on a Lifetime show in the same week. That's that's why he's a, well, a journeyman actor. The, the Lifetime movie okay, we watched you. this week didn't air this week. <laughs> it aired six years ago. Oh, but no, last but week. But last that week. That was a recent yeah. Okay, here's, here's his earliest credit is 1964, playing Ted Bancroft number one in Another World. But then his next credit after that is not until 1974. Okay. And then the one after that is 78. Yeah. He was on Another World? It says I in wonder if he had scenes with well, Wait, so he, Eric Roberts had been to Bay City. That's the city in another world. Oh my I god! I guess so. Now I like him even more. A long I can't time believe ago, you, you of all people, did. didn't know that, Les. Remember another world? Remember the theme song? Because when not. I'm with you, you take me Wait, away to another world. Not to be confused with a different world, which we just talked about earlier. Correct. Debbie Allen. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, if he was Eric on a different Roberts world. Made an appearance on a different world. Wow, that would not surprise. 
He was somewhat in it. He was somewhat in his heyday of doing (laughs) like big films and whatnot during that that time period, though. So I doubt he was doing a lot of TV. He was not. I see right here the '90s, '80s. He didn't do as much as in the '80s as he's doing today. Today, he does like literally like thirty to forty movies a year. Mm -hmm. So, so would you say that Eric Roberts was kind of like the James Franco? Do anything. Yeah, I would say I, I'd say Eric does even more than James does. I think he's more like Michael Caine uh, today because I remember Michael Caine would do like seven movies a year, eight movies a year. Yeah. Yes, because I read Michael Caine's book, and what Michael Caine and Michael Caine said in his book, "You need to start. You need, don't be picky." He's like, you know, if I was waiting for these big featured films. He's like, I could have, I could have bought a house in the time, or I, I bought a house because I did a bunch of little films, and you know what? If I would have waited for those big films, I wouldn't be able to buy anything. Do we think that Michael Caine, if he were a little bit younger, that he would be on Cameo? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You should do it now. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, have you, either of you seen Girls 5 Eva? I no. have it. I was getting ready to start watching it uh, last night. It's it's a new show on Peacock. Uh, Tina Fey is one of the producers, and it's about and it's you know it's that very Thirty Rock Kimmy Schmidt sensibility of like you know just packed with jokes. Um, and, and Busy Phillips is in it. Right? Yeah, Busy Phillips and Sarah Bareilles is in it. And um, I thought, I thought all Busy of Phillips help. retired. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's still absolutely acting. And so it's about this um, girl group that was big uh, about 20 years ago. And this rapper samples their one hit. And so they're having a bit of a revival of their career. And it's about them sort of like trying to make a comeback. And it's very, very funny. But there there was a, a cameo reference in it, which you need to see. I don't want to ruin the joke, but it's very funny. I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight after we record. Yeah, highly <laughs> recommend it. Very good. Okay. Well, I recommend well, uh, Michael Caine. We... I recommend the movie Alfie. That was like his. Uh, What's it all about? Shining movie. Alfie. He was great in that movie. There's actually a, a cameo in this show from a famous comedian, and he plays a character named Alf. What's oh, okay. it all about, Alfie? They did, a they did a remake with Jude Law, but I don't think that I didn't see it. Yeah, and I won't bother. I thought you were talking about this movie, uh, Stalked by My Doctor. There's a character no. named Alf. Like I missed that. No, 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 no. In in Girls Five Eva, it's a it's a Swedish producer. I okay. believe in love, Alfie. <laughs> I can see we're all on our own. Uh, Wave less. Yeah, maybe we should uh, get into this because uh, I think that our grounding this force like, today is Eric Roberts. This is like the Kiss album. It wasn't a Kiss album where like all the individual members of Kiss like had their own album. It was like one album came out, and they all, I don't even know what I'm talking about. All right, let's, let's, no, let's no, 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 no. They <laughs> all released solo albums, but they all came out on the same day, if I recall. That's it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of like this. Alfie. All right, Les, we're going to have to start paying residuals here. And you're playing all the records at once. Yeah. Okay. Struck all by right. my doctor, doctor, doctor. Can't you see him? Okay. Stocked by my doctor. All right. <laughs> so we're in a bar, and we see Eric, otherwise known as Albert, 
waiting mm-hmm. for a date. Are you Doctor looking at something? Doctor Albert is Beck. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Beck. Yeah. Right. So so and here's the thing that I kept on thinking. I mean, because I was like, my thought was for an older man, I'm like, he wasn't a bad looking older man. No, not at all. You know? And a doctor. Yeah. So you would think he would be a catch. You would totally yeah. think he would be a catch. On, on paper, he Just absolutely put- is. But then he <laughs> opens his mouth. Right. Because it, it's 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 amazing. I was thinking this is I think I'm thinking about too much. My head's going to explode. Yeah, this guy is like not he's only a doctor. He's like one of the top cardiologists. He's got this like mansion. He's wealthy. Right. He's he's, he's a handsome dude. Like you you really have to be doing the wrong thing. For the he, moment? he can't get He's like, and he's like I need a girlfriend. He's looking at the he's looking on the in, the internet. Where's and the thing girlfriend? is girlfriend <laughs> when he's not, and, and and like when he's not being crazy, he's actually nice, right? He's you a know, guy, like when he's not being crazy, he actually has a good personality. Like mm-hmm. I'd hang out with him. <laughs> so, Here's the thing: he wants a normal girl to do crazy things, right? That's what he wants. He's attracted to normal women, but he wants them to do the crazy things. What he needs to do is find a crazy woman because there's women. There are women who go along with this crazy shit that I, we're going to hear. I don't <laughs> think that he wants a normal woman to do crazy things. I want. I think he wants a normal woman woman so he can do crazy things. Well, the so, woman's got to do it with him. And so we. Well, she's just so going to sign off on him crazy. being crazy. Yeah. We get we get a glimpse of his crazy because he's sitting, you know, he's sitting in the restaurant. Waiter asks him if he wants to order. He says he's waiting for someone and he's looking around the restaurant and he's like fixating on all of the couples in the restaurant. Like totally just fixating on them. And then he gets a call from his date that he's waiting for. And she's like, listen, I'm not coming to meet you. We are not going to see each other anymore. And I'm going to block you <laughs> so you know there's a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. She basically said, like, don't stalk me on social media. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's over. It's like, well, right. I thought we had coffee. I thought we had a wonderful time. And, he lacks and confidence. Just, and she's just like, no. She's like, no. I'm bl- I, we're done. I'm blocking you. We're, you know, we're done. Is this the, I don't remember if it was here or one of his dates later in the movie where he went from like, oh, I want to meet a nice woman to like basically proposing on yes. like out That's of the gate. It was, it, it went not even from zero to 60. <laughs> it was like zero to 1060. Yeah, and I had an yeah. issue with that scene when we get to it. Okay. Because I was like, people are messed up. I'll yeah. get to it. You got that right. So... <laughs> so then he's really so here's the thing like whenever he gets dumped he starts having he has tantrums like i'm a doctor i can't believe <laughs> yeah. that there's she one, doesn't uh, want to be with me you, i think you brought that up early but there's a scene and i if mm-hmm. i was a doctor i would do this too he just starts beating the shit out of things in an alleyway i'm a doctor i'm a doctor i'm a doctor and i'm telling you that he after going to all those years of medical school you know you you you've earned that have you there's a there's a recurring sketch they used to do on Saturday Night Live. It was like whenever they would have a 
uh, like early 20 something female host. And so she'd play like a teenage daughter and then Will Ferrell and Anna Gasteyer were their parents. And it was always like this super uncomfortable tense dinner where you just hear like the, the silverware clanking and nobody's really talking. And the mom like tries to force conversation and they all just start like shouting over each other. And then Will Ferrell is like, try to like, exert his dominance and it just keeps going I drive a Dodge Stratus I drive a Dodge and that's what I thought of Eric Roberts when he was having his meltdown I am a doctor I am a doctor so then he starts like speeding down the freeway like driving like a maniac down the freeway yeah not in a Dodge Stratus and so mm, no so, so then we see um, we're at a soccer game and we see uh, Sophie, our heroine, Sophie, and she's watching her boyfriend play soccer. And then her best friend, Caitlin, shows up. And Caitlin's boyfriend is also on the team. So they're basically like, you know, like the four musketeers, like yeah. two little teen couples. And I couldn't tell at first and, if they were high school or college. I knew that it was going to be high school based on like it's a Lifetime movie. That's what they always are. But they they definitely did not look young enough to be in high school. Well, I think from what transpired later, the actress had to be over <laughs> 18. Well, then they, they did acknowledge at one point that she is 18. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. I'm just, uh, talking, I'm just talking about the cast. That's not true. That's, that's not true. They just have to get, what? there has to be a parent on set if, if there's some kind of intimate scene or something. <laughs> Yeah. But then that scene, could you imagine doing that scene like in your mother's there? <laughs> well, that's happened. Things like that have happened. Well, my understanding is McLovin from uh, Superbad was under 18. He had to do like a love scene in Superbad, so his mom had to be in the room. <laughs> they did it. Oh, God. Mm. God. Oh, so then they find, so then they find out that uh, Caitlin and Sophie like find out they're going to the same college. So they're very happy. So, so yes, they're seniors. Yeah. They're very, um, and so then they decide um, to like, you know, after the game, I guess they were going to go for pizza or something. The boyfriends were really hot by the way, both of them. Oh, they really were. Mm -hmm. They really were. So, so then I guess it's after they went out for pizza Ryan, who's Sophie's boyfriend, Ryan is driving home with, you know, Ryan and Sophie are driving home and he's not paying attention to the road because he's texting and driving. No, no, no. No. And so he gets a text and he gets into a car accident. And so then we see them, Ryan and Sophie are both getting rushed to the hospital. I didn't know, by the They're, way, in that moment of the movie, if that was if they were crashing into Eric Roberts speeding down the freeway, because, you know, if this scene happened right after that one. So it's like, oh, maybe they're it's the same night. Who knows? And I thought I thought the exact same thing. I yeah. The exact same thing. Yeah, that was not the case, but it looked that way. Um. So then, yeah, so then they go to the hospital, and they're both conscious still. Um, and so, wait, so then um, we see Albert, Eric Roberts, is on a dating app when she comes in. Dr. Beck. Yeah, which looks sad. It's like, really, dude? Okay. 
But then okay. she shows. But then you know, so Sophie shows up. He goes to help her. He like calms her down, and then basically asks her out on a date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for sushi, do you like sushi? I have one more question. You like sushi? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, one more, one more question. Are you free Saturday night? Okay. Because he was questioning her to calm her down. Yeah. And, and yeah, and then yeah. the last question, yeah, like kind of like he was like kind of making it sound like a joke, but he was not kidding. <laughs> In May, so December, romance. So, oh. so then, <laughs> so then Sophie's parents show up. Sophie's dad is pissed. Yeah, because he, he, I guess this was not the first time Ryan had been texting and driving. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, oh. texting and driving was a major issue six years ago. Because they've already brought it up a few times in this movie at this point. Right. And this, and is, this a, is like in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so Sophie's dad is pissed, right? Yeah. Um, and so then we find out that Sophie's heart... Because I guess she broke a rib and then her rib went into her heart. And so they needed to operate immediately. And, and if they're uh, wheeling her into surgery, like the, I don't remember if it was the mom or Sophie was like kind of freaking out. And the dad's like, I talked to the nurse. The doctor knows what he's doing. Her Which, dad was just a douchebag. Well, also, like, like that's reassuring. Wouldn't you a just automatically assume that the the surgeon knows what he's doing at a hospital, uh, or and b yeah. or two that just asking the nurse like, hey, is this guy good? Is like asking the server at a restaurant, is this dish any good? They're just gonna say yes. They're not it gonna is. be like, oh no, this guy sucks. It's reassuring though. <laughs> oh, right. you got that one. Ooh. Yeah, it is reassuring. Yeah, but yeah, I understand that. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So, so, so then, meanwhile, Sophie's going into surgery. Sophie's dad goes in to yell at Ryan for texting and driving, like yelling at him. He's like, <clears throat> "Give me your phone!" and throws his phone in the hazardous waste. Because <laughs> I'd ask the nurse to to fish it out of there. Like once it's in the hazardous waste, you just you can't get it out. They probably have it. Cl it's probably a, a one-way receptacle, so you can't like reach oh. in there and grab needles and shit. Yeah, needles. Yeah. And then, but then all you have to do is call, um, you know, T-Mobile and say, "Hey, you know, I have phone insurance. I was in a car accident. I need another phone." Well, I don't think that we oh, were ever yeah. in in uh, fearing that Ryan would never have a phone again. <laughs> right. That would have been a totally different movie if, <laughs> if that was the driving force of the movie is, will Ryan get a phone? <laughs> so so then, um, so, so Sophie has the surgery. Um, they finish the surgery. She starts having like a heart spasm. And the nurses kind of start freaking out, but Albert is like, no, 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 no. Everything's going to be fine. Just calm down. Just calm down. Just calm down. And he was right. Uh, well, he's he, the best cardiologist in the area. So, so then, um, uh, 
So, so then Albert is talking to uh, Sophie's parents. He's telling, you know, telling them Sophie, she made it through the yeah. surgery. Everything's but fine. But there's a huge dramatic pause, though, he does. He walks up and he says, well, Sophie is, there's like a long pause. She's okay. Yeah, well, because they want it, because the way they built that scene up where she was having the weird heart thing is as the audience, you're like, oh my gosh, is she going to die? Like what's going to happen right. here? So the, and, they, and then they cut away Chris. from that scene, and you don't actually know until he tells the parents. Yeah, like it's a right. joke. You have to. <laughs> it was. It was be straight. <laughs> what well, I, I love after he told him like, oh, she's going to be fine. He's like, well, I got to go, and he like pats the dead on the shoulder and just like hightails it out of there. Yeah, no, because right. there's an earlier scene in the movie where the girl uh, Sophie gets a college letter, and so her friend opens up the letter and like pretends it's a bad, it's bad news. Like we regret to inform you that you're in the, you're in, you're in college, and that's that's kind of the way he, the way he was. Ex- that's yeah. the way he delivered the news to them that she was okay. It's it's well, it's, it's almost like Ryan Seacrest wrote this movie. <laughs> you know how like at the end of American <laughs> Idol when he's like you know when they're announcing who the winner is, there's always like a long dramatic pause and then like five commercial breaks <laughs> right hey, what kind of doctor is he so i was i've been saying he's a cardiologist but he's a surgeon is that the same that's not necessarily the same thing though they actually say well, later on i don't let me see if i can find it in my notes he's a cardi cardi cardiac surgeon maybe something like that now i'm making something up i just created a job uh, he is the chairman on the president's task force for heart surgery. So he's a heart surgeon. And I think surgeon. we know, and I think we know that from the other movie too, that that is his specialty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then, um, Sophie's in her room. She's unconscious, you know, cause she just had heart surgery. Mm-hmm. So then he goes into her room and he starts talking to her and then he kisses her. On the lips? And she's like, zo- yeah. on the lips. And she's like zoinked out on, you know, she's post-surgery. So so then he totally kisses her and stuff and then goes out because the parents are out front and is like, oh, you can come in now. Everything's yeah, because it's probably best practice not to do that while the parents are in the room. Well, and if you do the math of like this scene took place right after he just told the parents that Sophie's okay. So in other words, he was hightailing it out of that scene so he could go and kiss their daughter before they walk in the room. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah, he timed it really well. So, so so then once they're in in the room, Sophie Sophie's mom was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy if Sophie was awake, she would kiss you. And then, and then the mom went and gave him like a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> so, so then Sophie wakes up, and Sophie's like, "Where is Ryan?" And um, they're like, both like, "Ryan's not here, and Ryan's not going to see you anytime soon," because he was texting and driving. Yeah. And then Sophie's like, "Well, I had a, I could have sworn that Ryan kissed me." Like, she's like, are you sure he wasn't here? He kissed me. And they were like, ah, you're just dreaming. So then Albert is back on the dating apps Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. On a date. And he he sees this woman, very pretty. Then they're on a date. More age appropriate, too. Age appropriate. Not a teenager. Very pretty, age appropriate. She's not in high school. The dinner's going well. 
Mm-hmm. She's like liking him. They're getting along. He's showing she's, off his house in Cabo, boasting about that. Oh, yeah. Right. She's digging it. She's like totally into it, too. That's a thing. Because but, this next thing hadn't happened yet. But then yeah. he, yeah. then, yeah, because he's saying, hey, I have a place in Cabo. He's showing her the place. She's like, oh, my gosh, you know. And you can tell, like, in her eyes, she's kind of like, oh, hey, this is, this is pretty good. But then he says, I want to meet someone like you and spoil you rotten. And that was, like, not so bad. So she was like, oh, he. And then he <laughs> didn't know when to shut up. Nope. Keeps going. Because then he's like, and you know what? You're going to quit your job. And then you're going to have some kids. And then she's like, um, I gotta go. Yeah, this is their first date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And and they had been together. And what had happened was they had met for coffee and coffee went so well that they decided to continue on the date. So they'd been together for like four or six hours wow. or something like and it that. It just kept going on. So he held it back for four hours. You have to at least give him that. Right. I do. Right. Because he charmed her. <laughs> Although, did he? Because what happens next leads me to believe that she's also a well, moron. First of all, she asks, he, well, she, she tries to get up and leave. And yeah. then he makes her sit down. Please, right. please. He's like begging. I, I felt sorry for him. He's like, please, please, please don't leave. And then she sits down yeah. and then he asks for feedback. No, she's a moron. What am I doing wrong? She she sensed in that moment, oh my gosh, this guy's creepy, cut and run. And she starts to, and he's like, ah, don't go. She's like, all right. And she sits back down. That's on her. Like, she already knew she should have trusted her instincts and just gotten out of there immediately. Yeah, she may have been a shock. So then she was like, you need a therapist. And then she gets up to walk away. So this is the part where I started having a problem. Because she gets up to walk away. He calls her a fat ass. I was like, ooh. He did? A fat ass. He, he yeah, called her a fat, her a fat ass, ass. A fat ass yeah. bitch. Oh, I missed the fat ass. I remember the bitch part. I, I missed the fat ass. Ugh. And, and, so, and, like he did, and he's doing this in a crowded restaurant and everybody's watching. Yeah, like a nice restaurant, now, too. People now, the eat. part that I had a problem with is... He follows her. They're in the restaurant, and she's like, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me, and nobody would help her. Yeah. This, this would not go over well on um, ABC's What Would You Do? No. Because they all just thought they're watching that? her. That's the show with uh, John Quin- uh, Is it Quinones? Yeah, uh, it, it's it's basically like a, it was a spinoff of 2020. It's like a social experiment. So it, they'll stage these sort of uncomfortable situations um, oh. out, out in the world. And, and it's kind of like a hidden camera show, but it's like a hidden camera news slash social experiment versus like jackass. Oh, and so like it would be something like this. And then you find out that they're both actors that stage to see like if people would jump in and help or not. Well, I'm, and, and the thing is, he's yell like he's yelling at her at the top of his lungs, mm-hmm. like you bitch, bad <laughs> like, It was really bad. She, yeah, it's it's. Then she she takes. Uh, what well, wasn't that? Remember the last episode of Seinfeld? There was that good. So they go to jail because they, they there was a good Samaritan law. Is that real? I don't know. Good Samaritan law? Uh, I don't know if it is or not either. Okay. I don't know. 
But anyway, if, if it is, those people in the restaurant will be um, held accountable. And then, especially since she then, like, leaves the restaurant to go out to her car, and everybody watched, and no one, like, walked out front even to see if she would be okay. And look, I even get, like, if you're a customer there, you're like, oh, this might go crazy on me, too. But, like, the restaurant, at the very least, should have some sort of an obligation to her, because it he could become a danger to the other patrons, too. Like, at least call the cops, at least send your security out after him, like, do something. Or where's the, the manager? Yeah, I mean, or a place, manager. yeah, a place like that has somebody. Like there was no valet outside. Right. There was nobody else from the restaurant there. Really, the maitre d. Yeah, right. And and that was the thing. Like now, the manager. Like wouldn't the manager go? Hey, excuse me. Is everything okay? Or you need to quiet down. You're making a ruckus here, and you're disturbing the other. Yeah. This seems to be his regular place, too, because I think this is where he was <laughs> in the first scene of the movie, too. Oh, Maybe what do you don't want to lose his business. What oh, so they're probably like... When he was having his meltdown, he said he was unfriending her. <laughs> That's his, that, yeah, that was his unfriending parting. Her. That was his parting line, yeah. I'm unfriending you. <laughs> So, so if this was his regular place, then they're probably, oh, that's Albert. Albert's at it again. There's Dr. Beck. <laughs> so, so then, um, so she makes it to her car, because I was a little worried that she wasn't going to make it to her car. Yeah. Being that it was Lifetime, I thought she was, uh, was going to die, but that did not happen, yeah. thankfully. No, and, no, and then he's t- right. And then he's telling her, I have a girl who is in love with me. And she's younger than you. <laughs> yeah, she's 17, 16? She's 18. We find out later she's, when 18. she's 18. Yeah. Oh, we do. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. So then he goes to Sophie's um, room and he's like, uh, I need to change your bandages. And so he's, so he's changing, you know, he's, changing her bandages and she's like, Oh, you know, doctor, my boyfriend hasn't called. I'm kind of upset. And then he gets this ointment and he's like, I'm going to put some ointment on your wound. And he's totally like leering at her when he's doing it. Well, so he peels the, first of all, she had heart surgery, right? He's a, he's literally a heart surgeon. Her, her, her cut where they cut her open uh, to perform this surgery was in the middle of her stomach. Now, I don't know like how you go in to perform heart surgery, but it seems a lot lower than it should have been. Yes. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's only like an inch. That was, that was a was very, non, very non-invasive surgery. Right. And, and so... so maybe he's he a great surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So he changes the bandages... <laughs> And the mom comes in. I, I like. I like this mother actually. Me too. Because the mom, the mom came She's into the room in. and immediately, immediately said something was up. Yeah. And so, you know, the mom asks her, "So what? What was he doing here?" And she says, "Oh, he was changing my bandages." And the mom was like, "Wait, but he didn't have a female nurse with him when he did this." <laughs> uh, th- this I, I didn't. This this mom oh should use her same uh, senses to not marry her husband because the husband was a right. dick. Yeah. Such a dick. Uh, 
I wonder if when they had uh, actresses auditioning for this role, they said, okay, now, now show us what you'd look like if like something weird was going on. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Although, isn't that pretty much every <laughs> beat of the movie? <laughs> Some, something yeah. weird go, is going on with Eric Roberts' character. Everyone has to do a reaction shot. <laughs> You've got to do it. Right. Right. So, the so then... Yeah, so the mom was like, so the mom is like, okay, something weird's going on here, and I don't like it. So then they go out like uh, Sophie's getting discharged, and then they go to the car. The doctor says goodbye. Sophie gives Albert a hug, and then he starts like feeling up her back. And once again, the mom looks, and the mom's like. Oh, hell no. Yeah, and that hug lingered, and she says to him, I just love you, Dr. Beck. Right. Because he did just save her life. So she's, and she's a kid, so, you know. And so, um, so, but yeah, the mom is looking like, oh, hell no. He's like, I'll be scheduling you uh, next week for another heart surgery. Is that really necessary? Well, it's precautionary. Mm -hmm. That was like an echo. It was getting an echocardiogram. She was. So then, so then we see we see Albert, and Albert is like fantasizing that he's getting it on with Sophie. He has a lot. He has a lot of like fantasies. Yeah, like a lot. So then, so then we see Ryan, and so Ryan is playing video games, and he hurt his leg. (laughs) By the way, I forgot to mention Ryan was supposed to get a, a soccer scholarship. Oh yeah. And so Ryan is sitting on his bed playing video games. His leg is hurt. He feels guilty about the accident. And then he tells, like, he apologizes. And then he tells her that he's never going to be able to run full speed again. So his scholarship is pretty much text. Yeah, in this, so like he's he caused this accident by texting and is feeling guilty about it, but has also been avoiding her, and and then he's like beating himself up. He's like almost mad at her that he's not going to get a scholarship anymore. Like it's her fault, and she's sitting there like trying to make him feel better. Fuck you, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Fuck you, Ryan. You almost she's killed Sophie. She should be mad at you. You should be mad at her, dick. She's got a lot of noxious he, men in her life. Mm-hmm. By the way, I noticed a continuity yeah. error in this scene. Um, the first, when the scene opens up, I saw they, they show the trophies. I noticed one was broken. I was like, well, that's weird. Oh. One's broken. And at the end of the scene, you see he, like, he throws something, and all the trophies fall down. I was like, oh, apparently they shot that first thing after they all crashed <laughs> to the earth. Anyway, that's my little observation. A continuity error. Okay, so then we're at Albert's house. And yes, Kurt, you were right. Albert has a fabulous house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These little, little, little landscaping work was needed, though, I think. Well, he's a busy doctor. Well, you've got to hire people. I don't think he's going to go mow the lawn. Well, you know, he's too That's busy shrubs. Like, ogling youth. They probably needed <laughs> the, the shrubs for another Lifetime movie where there were supposed to be some woods nearby because we've seen this house before. <laughs> Several yes. times. Yeah. So they uprooted the shrubs and used them in this other movie? No, I'm just saying they leave them if, in case the other movie there's like a like running through the, the shrubs scene or something. They need them there. They need oh, it to okay. be overgrown. So, um, so, yeah. So in his fantasy, Sophie comes over. 
And she's telling him, I can't stop thinking about you, Dr. Beck. And, um... Oh, wait, before before we talk about this scene, can we talk about this the quick scene with Sophie and her mom? Where the mom, like, Sophie's, like, bummed out by the interactions she had with Ryan. And the mom is, like, defending Ryan again. She's like, look at it from his perspective. Soccer was his whole life, and now he can't do that anymore. How about, like, hey, your girlfriend that you almost killed, you should be happy she's alive. Right. All right. Like, you only just died, almost died, yeah. that's all. That's the only scene I didn't like the mom, was that scene. Yeah. So, so, so then, Sophie shows up for her appointment, and I like how, like, Eric, like, is getting ready. He puts his, he does his breath spray, and he's, like, getting ready for a date. I think it's got that spray. You used to see that in, like, a sitcom. It's, like, in the mm-hmm. 80s. Like, got spray. Right. So, so then, um, she, so of course, she's very thankful to him, and she gives him, like, a, a, a little teddy bear and, like, a note, but she didn't want him to read the note in front of her because, you know, she's a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and so then he promises to read it later, and then she tells him that she wants to be a doctor. And um, then, once again, her mom is like, listen, he's hitting on you, and you need to... Oh, but then she tries to kind of slut-shame her. Because her mom is like, you, you're, he's hitting on you, and the next time you come, wear something else. Even though what she was wearing wasn't bad. No. She says she's naive. She calls her daughter. She says, you're so naive. Right. So, so then, um, then the next scene, Albert is stalking Sophie. Stalked by my doctor. And he is stalking Well, he, he reads the note from her. And it's like, hey, you know, basically, thanks for saving my life. But she signs it. My heart truly belongs to you. So right. Gross. So gross. <laughs> so I would still have him perform surgery on me, though, if he was, you know, if I needed, if I needed heart no. surgery. No, 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 no. We know it. We know too much about him. Uh, if he's performing heart well, surgery on you, an adult male, that means he needs that heart for a teenage girl that he he is in love with. Yeah, I already picked exactly. Up. No, I'm going to give him. After He'll do the surgery, surgery, but you're not going to live through it. He's going to take your heart, literally. No, no. I forget it. Se- 17-year-old Angelina is going to be walking around with Kurt Fitzpatrick's heart. Yeah. Would my insurance cover that? Who- whose insurance does that well, cover? Well, that would be hers because you're, you're no longer alive. So oh, your insurance. Right. Oh. Your insurance probably no. has to pay the hospital for some things, but like if you you don't live through that and you know they accidentally steal your heart, it's probably a lawsuit waiting to happen from your estate. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I don't like how this went. Um. Oh, so th- so Caitlin Caitlin picks uh, Sophie up and they're gonna go to the mall, you know, because they're teen girls. So they mm-hmm. so they so they go to the mall and they're in the food court. And all of a sudden, they look across the food court, and Albert is in the food court. There he is. He's always there. And, and so then, you know, of course, they're like, oh, my God, what are you doing here, Dr. Beck? Stalking so, Right. And then he throws, they're talking, and then he throws in a little jab, you know, don't text and drive. Mm-hmm. 
And so the girls tell him that they're there to get carrot cake. And so they're talking. He gives, he gives, what, what did he give her? Like a hundred dollars? He gave her a $50. Bill. He gave Kaylin a, he was like, it was a 50. And which either oh. way, it was funny because like Caitlin acted like it was the largest amount of money she'd ever seen. Now, 50 or 100, uh, granted, it is a decent amount of money, but like they're going to get three pieces of carrot cake. They're in L.A. They both clearly come from affluent families. Eric yes. is affluent. And the fact that he's like carrying around a 50 instead of a 20 is not that surprising of a thing. Right. So, so Caitlin goes to get the cake. And then he gets all creepy with Sophie, and then Sophie's like, "Okay, I get it now. He's, he's a creep." She started. He sort of stroking her hand, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 He has to go see yeah. a movie. I go see a movie with me. Right. Wasn't there some and weird he, stuff in the news? Like Matthew Perry was. Did, did, did you read this story? Oh, on Raya. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Perry was like talking to this girl and Raya was 19 and Ben Affleck was up, up to this also. Yeah. I heard well, about this too. And like, look, while I understand that men have the capacity to be creepy, that is an app that you have to be, um, they basically vet you so that you're on there. So it's supposed to make it safer for high profile people to be on there. She must have some sort of yeah. filter, of of like the age range of people that can talk to them, so it it you know she did yeah. So yeah. I, I whenever I hear stories like that, I'm like you're trying to take a celebrity down because you want some money or fame. I just right. think it's icky, and that's not to say that Matthew Perry wasn't being icky too. Maybe he was. Chances are he was, but mm. it, she is not innocent there. And then that other girl no, on Raya yeah. that 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 blew Ben Affleck off. She blew it because now he's back with J Lo. Yeah. That's right. I loved them together. I loved it when Ben and JLo were together, when Benifer were together. I don't remember much about them as a couple. You don't remember oh, that? Uh, that was in the news. No, I, re no I remember that they were a couple, and I remember that they did a couple of movies together, but I don't remember anything. You know, like certain couples, you sort of get a vibe for, like, what they're like together, sort of like a John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. You you kind of uh -huh. get the, a sense of their relationship, or like uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Like, I don't remember anything personality-wise about the two of them together that stood out. And I think they were one of the first smush names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Benifer. That was something that was that was constantly in the news. It was it was just a it was, it was annoying, and now it's back. Oh, uh, I'm happy. Let's deal with this again, because this is after she was with Puff Daddy. The first time, you mean? The first time yeah. she was with Ben was me. the second time she was with Puff Daddy. <laughs> What? I don't know. Jennifer, and, and I'm not saying this to shame her, but just uh, an observation of like, you know, stories from over the years. She does have a tendency to uh, go back to guys mm -hmm. she's been with before. There is nothing wrong with no. recycling. No, I don't it think there's anything wrong with it either. <laughs> <laughs> she hates to be single, though. Yeah. We all love reboots. Yeah. She, because what was she single for like a month? Not even really. She does not like being single. I would say the same about uh, Ben, too, though. Oh, no, that's true. Because, like, when he and Jennifer Garner broke up, he was, like, with living with somebody else, like, a couple months later. But yeah, Wendy really? Williams, oh. Wendy Williams predicts 
that J-Lo is going to end up back with Mark Anthony and Ben is going to end up back with Jennifer Garner. Yeah. I, I that Neither one of those scenarios would surprise me. And Wendy is never wrong. Oh, okay. So, so he asks Sophie to go to the movies with him and Sophie's like, creeped out and so she's like no and then makes up an excuse like oh no i've got homework to do and he gets butt hurt mm-hmm. he doesn't eat his cake right uh, the frank comes back with carrot cake and, and he doesn't eat it yeah, Did yeah he, he, he let caitlin keep the change oh. and the cake like that's how you know yeah. he's upset yeah yeah was that said yeah I, mean, I probably would at least take it to go right I need to stay on brand. So, so then he once again does his rant. I'm a doctor. Yeah, this is, is the big meltdown. This is the big this one. Is, this is when he does it. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. It's like, dude, now, do you think he's 18? Is he trying to pump himself up? Is he? Is this a self confidence thing? He does need some no, self confidence. This no? is more like, how dare you not yeah. go out with me? I am a doctor. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's an entitlement thing. Yeah. He oh. like he he believes that because he's achieved this career that he's got and he's got this money and he knows like he, he's as we said earlier on paper he's a catch he knows it um and and the fact that nobody is is biting in the way that he wants them to bite that just sets him off yeah I don't know he he's lacking he's lacking game if you ask me oh he's got no game he's got he's everything so but game. You can't be in, feel entitled about it. There's plenty of women, who, and and justifiably so, would be attracted to somebody because they're a doctor, right? So then, this next part, I was disgusted. Oh no! What happened? Because she goes and tells her dad the doctor's <laughs> hitting on yeah, me. It's horrible. She goes and tells her. She goes and tells her parents, which is what she's supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I'm the, the doctor's hitting on me. And the dad is like, oh, well, he's still a good doctor. He's a good doctor. The, the mom even said, like, doctor. yeah, we, we should get you a new doctor. And the dad's like, well, wait a minute here. He's the chairman on the president's task force for heart surgery. Guys will be guys. Uh, I think, I think uh, non-statutory rape... Doctors are all out of their healthcare network. I think that's the problem. Oh. Well, but this was before. This was before the Me Too movement. This was before the yeah. Up movement. I don't know. So, this still doesn't carry a lot of water. It's. It's. Yeah. I can't believe this. His dad is okay with his do- his daughter seeing this creepy doctor because he's a good doctor. Yeah, like even if you sort of uh, like buy into the fact that you know before me too guys would sort of look the other way when it came to certain things usually when it comes to their teenage daughter they won't look the other way in fact they get more crazy they're like what did he do i will kill him myself and it's so funny because now that i am a father of a teenage daughter i get i get it as far as wait what like are you kidding it's just it's it's like it's just it's it's a react. It's like it's opening. It's just an automatic reaction. Like you just like wait, what? And it's more like you go yeah. and kick ass and ask questions later. You know. Yeah. 
So this dad was like horrible. But also like then, th- that that logic of like, look, I I know you know he might like rape and attack you, but he's a good surgeon. Like, yeah. How, yeah. how does one compensate for the other? Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're like, oh, look, we can't find a better surgeon. We'd have to go to New York. We're not gonna travel. Oh, so then he so then he does go and confront Albert, but. It wasn't much of a confrontation because Albert's like, he shows him the teddy bear and he's like, look, she gave me this. And did, did he doctor the note? No, I don't think so. And it's like defensive Eric Roberts in this scene. He actually did a good job of painting this picture of, you know, you know, sometimes when you, you do something really phenomenal for a patient, they, they, they put their doctor in a pedestal. They idolize them. And I was like, that's a really good story to tell when right. the dad is coming after him. Right. And then, oh, then he's like, oh, and by the way, she may need surgery again. So you you really do need to stick with me. <laughs> well, anybody might need surgery at some point. Jeez. Yeah. So then the mother. Like was real... and... Yeah. So the mother is pissed. She is pissed. Yeah. I don't blame her. Um, and then Albert is like trolling her on the internet. So, well, uh, Albert, Albert Beck, Dr. Beck, uh, he sneaks into their house. Yes. That's the next, I think that that's the next, uh, scene that happens here. Oh no, no, yeah, no yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, he's, he's outside the car and then he sneaks in their house and starts sniffing, uh, the girl's doll's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> It like it went it went from like if it had just been her clothes it would have been super creepy but then it's like a doll's cl- it went from creepy to like ridiculous <laughs> yeah he's hot for the doll yeah. what what does a doll's clothes smell like because they're not gonna smell like her I think, an American doll like musty and <laughs> I think what that was supposed to represent is he was such a creeper into this younger girl that this is from when she was even younger so it would have the smell or the scent of a a childhood version of sophie oh i have a doll oh i gotta smell it don't no don't i don't want to watch this right now well you gotta rip its clothes off you You gotta rip its clothes off first all right don't worry about it we didn't see that i had a doll I don't want to. I didn't want to see Eric Roberts sniff a doll. I don't want to see you sniff. I don't. Just to be clear, I'm going to say it right here on the podcast, and people probably DM us now. But I do not want to see anyone sniffing a doll. I'm good, and I respect your boundaries, so I won't sniff that doll. I just (laughs) pulled out. So this doll kind of creeps me out a bit. It's left over from a yard sale. Yeah, put it on the table. What is that a so, doll of? Like, what is that doll? Yeah, called? what is that? <laughs> it, looks, it's a, it looks like... I don't know. It's like... A, well, she's... You bought it. No, I didn't. It's oh, I thought you said you... It's a yard sale. Oh. Somebody, yeah. She, oh, I thought you meant that you bought it at a yard sale. Oh, my God. You know who she looks like? She looks like she's from that movie Midsummer. It's... My ex-girlfriend had a yard sale here, and her friend joined in and brought her stuff over. So this was one of her things. I just never got rid of it. Did, did you see that movie Midsummer? No. No. It, it reminds me of that movie Midsummer. 
were there sniffing? Is there sniffing of dolls in that? Because I'm good. I don't need to see that. Uh, no, there's no sniffing of dolls, but you know, warning. there's there's killing the shit out of people. Oh, there's that in this movie too. <laughs> you could deal with that. Yeah. Actually, I bet you guys would like Midsummer. It's very funky. Okay. I feel like I wrote that title down before. I didn't follow up. But anyway, he's sniffing the doll clothes, and then then he gets into her bed. Yeah, her bed is yes. completely made. And then he pulls back the cover and just he starts like rolling around in her bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and moaning. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. And he's and loud. He yeah, oh, he's a fantasy. He's a fantasy that she's there in, 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 in her undies. How, uh, I, huh? how much of it, this scene do you think was scripted and how much of it was like, hey, you know, like we have a little extra time today. Do you mind if I just try another take? And they're like, yeah, go ahead, Eric. And he's like, like, he just gets in the bed and starts humping it. Right. He, and he was really loud. Wow. This is a like, long way like, from the Pope of Greenwich Village. It's like, Eric, you <laughs> broke into someone's house and you don't want to get caught, right? Why are you being so loud? Because he's Imagine. not of sound mind. Eric Roberts is making, is making a suggestions. How about I how about I sniff the doll's clothes? Oh, I bet okay. Go ahead, do it, go ahead, do it. I bet he did. <laughs> Like, do you know? Do you know it would be really creepy if I sniff her clothes? <laughs> no argument uh, there. And, and they're probably like, "No, you don't need to, Eric. We got, we got enough." He's like, "No, I'm gonna do it." He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> rolling around the bed. Oh, this is weird. Maybe that's you know that's a perfect like Uta Hagen private moment uh, exercise. Right. You roll, sniff doll clothes, and roll around, roll around the bed. You know. But, yeah. but the thing is, too, he's being so loud that they come home, yeah. but they don't hear him. <laughs> but he's really loud. Yeah. So, so then, so then he hides. Well, in no, the closet. they come home, but that's not what wakes him up. He doesn't even hear them come in. He basically, like, I don't know if he fell asleep or was just, like, so in yeah, the bed. The thing that snaps him out of it is Ryan is there and rings the doorbell. So it's like them right. walking in and talking and closing the door. He didn't hear that, but the doorbell, he's like, ah, shit, I got to get out of here. So, and he had so taken off his shoes and stuff. He was very yeah. courteous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, like, made himself at home. He just wanted to dirty up the bed. Well, I think he dirtied up the bed. Well, he, he didn't – when he goes to hide, he did he took forever to put his sport coat back on when he was, like, getting redressed and put his – but doesn't bother to, like, remake the bed that was immaculately made when he got there. Right. Right. And especially – it's like you know when you make your bed. So you come home and you're like, hey. Well, also – so Eric Roberts was rolling around in my bed. Yeah, because like Ryan comes in and like, you know, tells Sophie he wants to talk to her and apologize. And so they go up to her room and you even see it on her face. Like she looks at the bed like, I know I fucking made that. She doesn't say anything, but she she clearly right. had the look of like, wait a second, I, that, that was made earlier. What happened? But doesn't really question it. Right. Um, 
So, okay, so this next part, like, because Ryan apologizes, and they're rolling around on the bed. Was he apologizing just because they were both kind of hurt? Because remember, he kept going, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah, because... Yeah, he was afraid he was like hurting it, hurting her. Yeah. It, it actually was kind of a, a well-directed scene because they were they were acknowledging the fact that these two are like horny teenagers. They're trying to like get it on, but they're both in physical pain as they're trying to like mount each other. Right. Because that was funny because they kept going, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I like apologize. Uh-huh. That's what it sounds like. Because she had her because he had a hurt leg and her arm was in a sling. Yeah. So, yeah, there was no way that they could work that one out. <laughs> and then Ryan then got really cute to me because I'm like, oh, well, he apologized. Mm-hmm. And he was truly sorry. But then so, he, so, he, like, took it from zero to 1,060 as well because he pulls out a ring. But he's 17. But it, it had no meaning. I didn't know. He, he's, like, he's like, it means but, whatever you wanted to mean. Well, but he's like that's 17. because she pointed out, like, hey, like, slow down there, tiger. Like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're teenagers or whatever. And he's like, no, 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 it's not a proposal. But it's like, really, you're giving her your grandmother's wedding ring and it doesn't mean anything? That's weird. Well... It's a good thing that he gave her that ring because it comes into play later. It does. Yes. And the whole time, our, uh, Dr. Beck is in the closet looking at them. Mm-hmm. There's like, yeah. He keeps seeing his eyes peering mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And, 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 and it's so funny because yeah, she's very happy about the ring, too, because she went to go show her mother. And that's how he got out of the room. Yeah. She went to go show her mother the ring. But, like, the, I, there's no acknowledgement whatsoever of the fact that he, like, easily slipped down their stairs and out the door out of that house. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so then Albert then finds out when Ryan's next appointment is. And so... He shows up, he steals Ryan's phone, and then starts texting her friend, um, uh, their friends, and saying, he says, I'm dating the bride of Frankenstein. He also said, my girlfriend has a scar under her left tit. Yeah. Right. And, and, then, and so then, of course, he texts Caitlin's boyfriend, and Caitlin and Sophie are best friends, so of course Caitlin told Sophie. Mm-hmm. But um, but and then I, I felt really bad for Ryan because Ryan's like, I didn't do this. Somebody hacked my phone. Oh, and then she shows her scar, and I'm like, shut up, Sophie, shut up. Because the scar was like tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, am I a freak to you? Am I a freak? And then she says like, she doesn't want. She doesn't want mercy sex. It, it reminded me of like Marilyn and the Munsters or something. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm so ugly. She's like gorgeous mm-hmm. with this gorgeous little body and a tiny little scar that looked like a scrape. I'm a freak. <clears throat> and then, um, so, but then Ryan then is like, something's not right. And then Ryan He's gets a little, he, then he starts to snoop a little bit. And I'm like, okay, Ryan, 
very good. He was very good to a point, and then I had mm-hmm. to then I had to deduct points from him. Yeah, I, I, when you you texted me and Kurt earlier today, and you said that Ryan gets points for snooping, and I had forgotten about this moment. This actually is a good snooping moment. He does something later though that is not good snooping. Yeah, although he started getting points because initially I was like, oh wow, that's very good. Yeah, because he because. He, Oh, go ahead. No, because I was just going to say he realized something was up because when Eric did the texting, he erased it. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then Ryan texted his friend and was like, hey, um, can you tell me what time that text was sent? And so then Ryan, because of the time, deduced that the text was sent while he was in the doctor's office because mm-hmm. he, because he saw the doctor, the doctor said something to him. Albert said something to him. So he knew. So then, um, but then Ryan then messed up, but I attributed that to being 17 because then Ryan showed, he does really good snooping because he finds out Albert's address and shows up at Albert's house, but it's like, dude, if you are walking with a cane, you can't beat people up. Yeah, th- this was where I, I thought Ryan snooping was bad. Because first of all, it's not that hard to find somebody's address. There's a zillion websites that'll do it for you, especially if you have an expensive house like uh, Eric Roberts. Uh, but also, like, he goes there alone and he can barely walk. And you already suspect that Eric Roberts is a creep. Wouldn't you think he's kind of dangerous, too, and prepare for that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he tried to swing, and then Eric got the, the, the cane. And I thought Eric was going to, like, kill him. But he didn't. I actually enjoyed what Eric <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you know, maybe your uh, girlfriend broke up with you because you almost killed her. And like, you know, there's a little tussle. And then when Eric had the cane, he just throws it really far. (laughs) And then Ryan's like, what am I going to (laughs) do? He wouldn't help. Yeah, he's like, could you help me up? (laughs) He said he he wouldn't help him up. He said, I'm off the clock. I closed the door and left him there. Yeah. Um, so, so, so then they're at the mall, the kids are at the mall and then Albert shows up at the mall with a creepy doll. Well, right before that, Ryan had texted (laughs) Sophie about Eric Roberts torturing him, but she wasn't believing it. Uh, true. So then he shows up, Eric shows up with a creepy doll and Sophie's like, no, I'm not taking this from you no well she liked the style of doll though she's like that's how do you you know how do you know i like that kind of doll it's like oh i just thought you would it was one of those american girl dolls um so then she didn't take the doll and this is when things just got if you're a doll lover this is a trigger (laughs) warning. (laughs) <laughs> Even if you're not a doll lover. Because he gets so upset <laughs> that he murders a doll. And I'm not yeah, even kills, kills a doll. It's, 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 I've never seen anything like this. Maybe in one of those uh, 
Chucky movies or magic with Anthony Hopkins. Maybe there's a murderous doll, but then that then the, the dolls are up to no good. This is an innocent doll. Like the intensity with which he beat the shit out of that doll, it was like watching a fight scene in John Wick. Right. <laughs> And, and once again, he was like, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. As he Is he saying that to the doll? Okay. Yes. So, so then Sophie, so then, and this is when I really liked the mom because the mom was like, okay, enough. Enough. I am done. I don't give a fuck what my husband says. I'm, I, this, the shit is stopping and it's stopping right oh, now. The mom. Well, the dad's like, still reluctant. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Kurt. But yeah, the, oh, no, no, yeah. I'm sorry. He just said he said uh, Dad's still reluctant. He, you know, he says he, he's not going to get a new doctor. That's going to be um, her doctor. He literally says, "What do you want me to do? Ruin this guy's career?" Right. I was so angry in that moment. I wanted to jump through the TV and kick the shit out of the dad myself. Oh yeah, that's bad. Right. This is pre getting canceled. <laughs> This was wait, because like wasn't he 2015? So Harvey Weinstein was like in his heyday, right? Yeah, no. but but the existence <laughs> of guys creeping on younger girls wasn't a new concept. The the yeah. existence of dads thinking, "Hey, that's inappropriate to do to my daughter," wasn't a new concept. Right. Yeah, I, I think this guy was problematic back then. Whenever this is awful. So, so the mom, so so the mom and Sophie go to Albert's <laughs> office because they want her record. It was rec- her records, right? Yeah. yeah, they want to get her medical records so they could go to another doctor. Yeah, right. And and so then um, Albert shows up, and I felt sorry for the poor receptionist because she was like, oh, "God, what do I do?" Because <laughs> Because um, the mom wants the records, and then Albert is telling receptionist, "Don't give them to her." And the receptionist is like, "Oh, I, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> no. I'm making nine dollars an hour. I don't need to be involved with this." Well, plus she's hearing all this information because they're saying you're creeping out my daughter doing this, and the receptionist is like, uh, "Okay, right." And, and so. She you know, if, if another dad comes along and asks, asks that receptionist, is this guy a good doctor? Do you think she'd be like, no, he's really good? Or she'd be like, oh, I've heard some things. Right. <laughs> so, so the well, mom He's a great stalker. He's yeah. right. He's, he's good I at what he does. If, if you need a doll sniffed, he's your guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. A doll murder. Yeah. If you need it, if someone to put a hit out on a doll, he, he's your man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, so then, so the, so they get the records, but then Eric is like, oh, yeah, bitch, I'm going to show you, and goes into the mother's medical records. Mm-hmm. And he finds out that she's premenopausal yeah, and that she's, she's got, on hormones. She's got vaginal dryness, <laughs> which she doesn't, that's what it said. <laughs> Did it actually <laughs> say that on the screen? On the screen, it says she had vaginal dryness. Oh, no. <laughs> what what creepy person wrote this movie? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I won't say it again. 
So, so, but, so she's on hormones, but then he also finds out that she's allergic to penicillin. So this part, I hate to admit it, I thought it was kind of brilliant. Because he then finds out what her medication is, Mm -hmm. and then goes and gets a bunch of penicillin and, like, undoes the capsules with her and pours out her hormones and fills the capsules with penicillin. Mm -hmm. I like the detail as he was gluing it. Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, it, it's real detail. He's putting the glue on there. It's sealing it, and it's all all part of the process. It was a right. it was a nice DIY segment, but I <laughs> I it really did. Was. If you really think about the timeline, though, of how long a that must have taken him to like concoct this penicillin, and then he had to like create labels that look like it was coming from her like mail order medicine place. Yeah, and then she's got to he's got to wait for that to arrive at her house. And then for her to start using this batch of it, like this could have taken several well, weeks. It could have, yeah, because I, I, is it one bottle? And then out of that bottle, he's got to be putting this in every little pill. Yeah, because you don't know which pill it's going to be unless it's like a Russian roulette right. kind of thing. Yeah, if she usually, yeah, he has a wait and wait. If she usually gets like three bottles, he's got to be putting it in there. It's going to yeah. take, a couple, right. take a couple of years. Yeah, like I, I have certain medications. They'll send it to me three months worth yeah. at a time. So it's like I've got three individual bottles. So it's 90 days this could take. Yeah, right. You save a project like that, like that for retirement. You, you can't be doing that in that old job. <laughs> well, we're making fun of him, but it worked. Yeah, it it worked because Sophie came home and her mother was in anaphylactic shock on the floor. And then it was then um, I blame so- I blame Sir Alexander Fleming who <laughs> discovered penicillin. Okay, well. Sophie was like, we don't have time to call the ambulance. And she scooped her mother up and she took her to the hospital. She did the right thing. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, your friends are in the emergency room to Albert. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They go, guess who's here? (laughs) Yeah. Like, like it was a joke. Well, the the it was the ner- the one of the nurses uh, or whatever. It, it's like okay, you've worked with Eric Roberts long enough. You didn't once catch on that like he's kind of creepy with his young female patients. Where maybe you shouldn't be tipping them off that they're back at the hospital. Right? I think it's a big joke to these nurses. Yeah. They all get, they get together. Guess what? There's a uh, people who are whining about uh, Doctor Becker here. There's people yeah. who are trying to get away. They came back. Like, do, do you think, uh, you know, for like, you know, Boss's Day or whatever, they buy him a coffee mug that says like, uh, you know, number one doll sniffer. Right. <laughs> like the whole staff just knows about it. And like it's like that. an inside so joke. Number one doll sniffer. <laughs> so, so then he sees her, he sees her like all jacked up and he's happy about it. He's smiling. <laughs> okay. So this next part, I didn't get, he sees this guy with soot all over his face. Yeah. I didn't get that yeah. either. I thought it was blackface. I, I, I was really offended by this. No, it was like, so, no. like he looked like That's he was a fighter. Like. Okay. Yeah, so it, was I, weird. it was super weird because it was like they made a point of like Eric Roberts saw this guy walking through the the uh, I don't know what room that was, but like, some, you know, some big open the ER. It wasn't yeah, an ER, ER though, because yeah. it was like a it was like the um, 
basically that area where they're holding all the patients together before they go into surgery or whatever. Like okay. it, it wasn't quite a, it wasn't an operating room and it wasn't an, a private room, but there there's like five patients in there. And he's just walking through with like dark soot on his face. It's like, oh, this guy's going to come up later in the movie. And they never went back to that. No, that's true. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was weird. Um, so then we cut to Sophie, because I guess, did she go, she went to visit her college or something, right? Her new college or, because the mom was sitting on the phone talking to Sophie. Yeah. Sophie's walking through a parking lot. They're talking about college. And then everyone's favorite star of a Lifetime movie shows up, chloroform. Yeah. And the chloroform bottle, I have this bottle of oil, and it looked like the chloroform bottle. Look at my bottle. This is a bottle of my oil. Doesn't it look like that chloroform bottle? Oil? I guess so. I'm feeling a little, um, uh, uh, not insufficient. I'm feeling like left out because it's like show and tell Kurt brought a, a creepy doll Wes has a chloroform <laughs> bottle well, like what should I have brought to show and tell um um well I want to send you <laughs> maybe I'd like to mail you a number one doll sniffer mug but oh that's what I brought I brought a number yeah. one doll sniffer yeah. coffee mug okay there you go <laughs> so but okay I wonder if this was when chloroform was kind of new to the Lifetime Cinematic Universe. Because initially he had the chloroform, but she fought him off anyway. Yeah, yeah she, she got away him. before she inhaled it, which was which was good. Right. But this is very unusual for like chloroform behavior on a Lifetime movie. Normally they get you. Well, the, it is used later in the movie. Yes. It's actually used several times later in the movie. Yes. Once the chloroform door was open, it was unleashed. Yeah. Um, but then, so then she gets in her car, actually. She gets, the, she starts to get away, but then Albert, like, wreck, he crashes into her car. Mm-hmm. But, so then the next scene, and then this is where the movie gets bonkers. This was it. <laughs> this was bonkers. the moment. <laughs> well, what have we been watching for the hour and a half leading up to this? Well, it gets bonkers-er. Okay. Bonkers-er. Because, because <laughs> the next scene we see cops showing up at Sophie's house, and then we see a news clip uh, that Sophie, like, burned up in a car. I think yeah. now I understand that scene from earlier then. Him seeing oh, the guy with so, the soot, oh. that's where he got the light bulb idea of what he was going to do. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. That makes perfect sense. But that wasn't we necessary. That, connection? That, that wasn't necessary, though. Eric Roberts could have no. come up with this scheme on his own. Yes. So, um, so... But th- so that's all like on the news. Everybody thinks Sophie's dead, but Sophie is not dead. She has been kidnapped by Albert. She's been burned beyond recognition. Yeah. Right. Um, but Albert like has her tied to a bed. Yeah. Like misery. Yeah. But he tells her, I'm not going to take advantage of you. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not going to force myself on you. 
So then I liked this part because then they basically went back and showed us what he did. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Because basically they, they do flashbacks and we see him go into the morgue. He gets a body. Mm-hmm. He, he, he finds, but then they, they show us the body had a wedding ring or a ring. And so then he puts the body and he crashes Sophie's car with the body in it and then goes and lights the car on fire. And, and nobody misses the body. That's what nobody, I nobody. I thought yeah. was kind of wild is like not only did nobody miss the body, how did he get it out of the morgue? Nobody sees him just wheeling this body out of the morgue. There isn't somebody like at a desk outside that room where you like check things in and out. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> This is probably that same hospital from the movie we watched a few weeks ago where, like, nobody sees the person abducting the baby from the baby ward. And this is, like, the best hospital. This, this they're, they're putting this out as, like, this is one of the best hospitals in the area. Well, to be fair, yeah. they didn't say the hospital was good. They only said that Eric Roberts was good. Oh, he was good. Okay. Yeah, like, he might be, like, a star player on a really shitty team. You know what I mean? Right. So, so then um, we see Albert and he's like clean. He's in a great mood and he's like cleaning out his office. And when his mm-hmm. nurse says something, he's like, oh, no, I'm just cleaning. I'm just cleaning the, you know, nothing big. I'm just cleaning. He's, he, he's been talking about retiring. He mentioned right. that a couple times. I'm ready to retire. So then we go to um, we go to Sophie's house and Sophie's mom is talking to Ryan and she gives Ryan back the ring that he gave to Sophie. But Ryan looks at this ring and Ryan's like, that's not the ring I gave to Sophie. And so then this is where Ryan like gained some snooping points again. Because Ryan goes to the hospital. He does some snooping. He gets the coroner's report. He then calls Sophie's mom. We get he calls like, the mom to get her to come get the coroner's report because yeah. they won't give it to him. Right. Oh, that's right. Because they wouldn't give it to him. And he tells Sophie's mom, Sophie's not dead. He this has been a faked death. And I was like, very good, Ryan. You've been watching Days of Our Lives. And so then so then um oh, so then we see Albert. And then Albert is, like, getting ready to give her a sponge bath. <laughs> He's a good, in a way, he is a good doctor. He takes on, like, a nursing responsibility, too. Not a lot of surgeons give sponge baths. Before the sponge bath, though, when, when Ryan is, like, trying to, uh, he, trying to enlist the mom to go to Eric Roberts' house. And the dad is still fucking defending Albert. Right. It's he really like, doesn't um, like the boyfriend. No. You could dislike the boyfriend and also think that Dr. Yeah. Beck is a creep. Those two things can coexist. That's weird. Yeah, if you're right. if you're protective of your daughter, and that's why you don't really like the boyfriend, why would <laughs> anyway, maybe you know maybe uh it, he he actually likes Albert a lot. He's like trying to make this thing happen. Like, hey, I'm gonna set up our daughter, she's gonna marry this rich doctor, she's gonna be set for life. 
Now, at this point, I I suspect that uh, Sophie's mom is going to divorce his ass because she went with Ryan. Yeah, she better. Maybe she should. She should marry Ryan. Yeah. (laughs) Mom and Ryan should should hook up. They have a connection now. Why not? There's May December romances across the board here. Yeah. So, so then Ryan and the mom show up, and Albert hears like a noise outside because they locked the door so, in their car. Which, like, why yeah. did they do that? They said like, the, the, like the, the alarm. Yeah, beep beep. I had to deduct ten points from the. No one's stealing your car in the doctor's driveway. Yeah. There's nobody around, and the mom is like, "Ah, oh, we should have called him first. Yeah, we should have called. <laughs> hey, wait, right. and he." We're, we're, we're coming over because we think I, we, I think my daughter is uh, being held captive in your house. Do you mind if we come over? Right. <laughs> so, so then, so Albert hears them outside, and so he chloroforms Sophie to make sure that she didn't make any noise. Yeah. So then Ryan comes in, and Ryan is like, you faked her death, and she's here, and but then he goes storming through the house, he goes up the stairs. I thought Ryan was going to get knocked down the stairs. Yeah. Because he walked up the stairs. Eric is just kind of following, following him, rolling his eyes, going, you're not going to find anything. And they go into the, ba- the bedroom. The bed is fully made. But then we realize that Sophie is in the trunk at the head of the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Like they they're crying, they're sitting on the bed on the trunk, and rope runs. She's inside the trunk, and she and she's chloroformed, but she could hear them. Could she hear them? No, I don't think so. I don't think she was, so. Uh, she's out. She was she was unconscious. Because I thought she was waking up. Because I, I think no they were. They, they, it looked like they were going to set it up where she was going to wake up and somehow like start banging on it, but that didn't happen. She was just out. Right. So so then they leave. Sophie wakes up. Well, first the mother's uh, comforting the mother's. So then the mother's comforting him. The mother's comforting. I forget Eric Roberts or Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. She was comforting Eric Roberts because she, she said, "Have you ever lost a child?" <clears throat> he said, "No, but I've lost patience." Yeah. As yeah. in his because you hugged doctor him. patience. Yeah. So, so then the next scene, he's uh, Albert is feeding Sophie, and then Sophie gets smart, and so then Sophie starts like kissing his ass, and Sophie's like, you know, thank you, I want to sleep with you now, and then she Albert's said, like, I don't believe you. She's oh, this is so gross. She says, uh, you know, she changed her mind because she's never, you know, and you're an expert in the human body. Oh. And he says, oh, yeah, and, I did have a full semester of gynecological study. He did say that. Oh, that's what he said. He yeah. said that. Yes. Yes. He did. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. He did like with a smile on his face. So if you have a full semester. Oh, he, he was skilled. Yeah. Yes. A full semester of gynecological study. You really know what you're doing. He said he was skilled because of that class. All right. He's got a degree. So then he. I don't want to know what that final was. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. But. So she gets I, him to untie. I'll tell you, 
But whatever it is, it would, it would make sniffing a doll a cakewalk. Right. <laughs> anyway. You, maybe oh, it involved a CPR dummy like the other Eric Roberts movie we watched. Oh, man. Wait, that's right. This is the second doll-oriented yeah, dolls. Eric Roberts movie that we've oh, seen. I kind of like grossly hope that it's a theme in all of the movies now. I hope that there's there's some sort of nod to it in every one. I thought you had issues right? with this. I do, but it's a but it's a great piece of storytelling within this universe. It's just gross. <laughs> it is it is funny because because now mm-hmm. that you think about it, after this part, you see why now that yeah that why that other doll totally made sense in that scene where the doll was just sitting there. Yeah, and he put the doll in the girl's clothes. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, so so then she tries to stab him, but it doesn't work. And then Eric start, Albert starts crying. He just wants someone to be with him. Yeah, that's what he said. I just want yeah. someone to be with me. Well, develop social skills. He just wants to be loved. He's got a lot of problems. Well... Now he's really mad because he's like, oh, he's like, I'm going to I'm going to teach you. I'm going to cut your legs off. I'm going to cut your arms off. He, he, and she no, tells him he's insane. Yeah, he and he me. like he didn't understand why she would say that. Right. <clears throat> See, that's what so a woman he, doesn't want to hear. They don't want to hear their, their arms and legs going to be chopped off and the lungs will be taken off. Yeah, right. just be a torso and a head. Women don't like that. No. So, so then he goes and he gets his knives. He's ready. <laughs> God. And he's like, where surgery? do you learn that surgery? Where do you learn that? I guess there's amputation. Yeah, yeah oh, they amputate. Yeah, he had, he had his knives. He's ready to get going. Have you guys ever seen Imagine. the movie Singles, the Cameron Crowe movie? No. There, so there, uh, you know, it's about these like twenty somethings in Seattle, and it's like Bridget Fonda is like it, early in the movie is talking about like all the, the like the perfect guy would do this and have this and do this, and like one of the things was like you know say like you know say you know, bless you when you sneeze, and like as the movie goes on, she's sort of like you know narrowing her list, and this guy that she never thinks that she would ever get with, she sneezes in an elevator, and he he says bless you, and then she basically like okay that's it, like that's what this character needs is like he it needs to be like he needs to say uh, bless you and I'll be with him, and also not cut off my limbs. Yeah. Right. I took a long journey right. to that punchline, and I apologize. It wasn't even that funny. Yeah, but that's okay. It makes me want to see that movie. It's good. It's a good movie with Campbell Scott. Campbell mm-hmm. Scott's in that movie. Is Matt Dillon in that yeah. movie? Too? Matt Dillon's the one that says bless so, you. Sophie gets loose. Yeah. Yes. Um... So okay. Sophie gets a hold of some golf clubs and starts beating the shit out of them. Yeah. And 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 she does not stop. Mm-mm. She like like just beats him down, and then and and she's smart because she made sure that he was unconscious before she ran to the car. Before she ran to the car, so, when she was like put the club down and was sort of like leaning over him, I was like. No, no, no. That was so dumb. I was like, oh, I didn't know she was taking the keys. Okay, we're good. Yeah. 
So she hops in the key, she hops in the car, and she drives to her own funeral. Might as well. At and the parents' house. Funeral, the funeral was at their house. It wasn't even like a viewing. It was like the actual funeral was at their house. Yeah, in their yard. Yeah. <laughs> Way and, to and, save and money. I love I the fact, though. Is she going to be shows buried up. in the backyard? <laughs> she, 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 right? <laughs> but, but she shows up, and the parents are all happy. But everybody else at the funeral was like, just kind of like, oh, she's back. Oh, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. Like, this, like the, the smallest reaction ever to the person whose funeral you're all at <laughs> just came back and is standing <laughs> there. And not uh, one person yeah. was like, what the fuck is going on? In a hospital <laughs> gown. In a, ho- yeah. in a hospital gown. Now, I've never seen this happen at a funeral. No. Right, where the person came back. That that, that would, I, yeah, I, I I'd be, yeah. These people don't really care. They've got to get better yeah. better actors to be the extras. <laughs> yeah, because they seriously, like, they, they were they were just kind of looking at her like, oh, okay. It should back. have been absolute fucking chaos, and it wasn't. It was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. Where's the punch? And, I, and right. she should have been pissed off. She should have showed up and said, "You assholes." You know the doctor was nuts. Nobody investigated right. this. Look, right. here I am. Guess what happened? Mm-hmm. But then Ryan But then That's Ryan could have at least had an explanation like, "Well, I tried. I went to look for you." So, oh, so then So then Ryan started was, running like Forrest oh, Gump and the, the scene where oh all of a sudden his legs. God. That <laughs> right moment <laughs> Both it it gave me so much joy and infuriated me in the same moment because Ryan like gets up when he sees her and you think he's going to like hobble over with his cane. He drops the cane and sprinted over. Suddenly he can run at full speed again because she's alive. He's in shock. It's it's miracles across the board. He's in shock. Yeah. And then, but then so they, so then we leave, and then it's like my favorite lifetime uh, closing scene. All of a sudden, the the cops show up. The cops show up in the mansion, and Eric is gone. Mm-hmm. But then we cut to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And How do you get there? I I don't know. I drove. But he actually, that is true. Yeah. He probably did drive. He, he either, like, has another car or he went and, like, bought one. He's got money. Right. And, and so he's sitting in a restaurant. And actually, it was actually a callback to the opening scene. Because mm-hmm. he's sitting in a restaurant. And then the woman asks him in Spanish, uh, well, what would you like to order? And he says, I'm waiting for someone in Spanish. He speaks perfect Spanish. And he's looking at the couples in the restaurant like before. And then he smiles and it's over. Mm-hmm. He can't stop dating. No. He's on another date. No. I, and so, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Same. And I'm oh, just yeah. looking forward. I'm just looking forward to the fact that part two is probably going to be even crazier. Fingers crossed. You said there's 
five of these movies? Five total. Yeah, yes. we've seen two of the five now. So wow. we've seen number one and number five. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, wondering, yeah. Around. So I'm wondering if one of them has like his origin story. I think I, this is the origin story in a way because he's still a doctor at this point. He hasn't been stripped of his license or gone to jail or gone to a mental hospital or anything. Um, he clearly had been working at that hospital for a while. And we learn in the fifth movie that Albert Beck is his name because he's still using it in the, in the fifth movie. Wait a minute. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So is the the wrecked hospital in the fifth one this hospital well no that was a mental no that was like a mental institution that wasn't a mental was institution in. yeah oh, okay all right so okay. i guess he goes in a mental institution yeah in the Spoiler mental institution alert. in one of well, the inter- intermittent that. movies yeah, we know. there's we know. a fire that they think that he caused so so i guess what we're getting from the first and the fifth movie is he's got a thing for there's there's some sort of doll connection he likes uh you know like <laughs> Younger, younger women or girls, and like maybe like mild, mild pyromania. And he has a type because the girl in this one looked a lot like the girl in the fifth one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering if in one of the other movies, I wonder if Sophie's going to come back. Oh, I doubt it. Like a few years later or something. Sophie's choice. I'm very. Or she has to choose between Eric and Nikki Rourke. I don't know. Oh, God. I, That's not much of a choice, Eric. At the end of the day, Eric so Roberts straight. looks less... No, because Mickey's, Mickey's done a job on himself. They did a movie together. Eric Roberts and Mickey Rourke recently. Really? Yeah. Have you seen Mickey Rourke lately? Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. He's, he's, Eric is older, but Eric has done nothing to his face. I saw Mickey work on The Masked Singer. He did not look good. Mickey Rourke was he, on The Masked Singer? What's he doing there? Yes. He Mickey sung? Rourke was on The Masked Singer. He sang. And oh, boy, that must have been. Not only, did, not only did he sing. So you know the premise of The Masked Singer, right? They're in yeah. a costume. I saw it once. And then, and then at the end, someone gets voted out or whatever. Well, Mickey Rourke does his song... And then at the end, he's like, I'm done with this. I'm hot. Take this off now. And just takes his mask off and is like, I'm done. So he basically chose to be kicked off after one episode. Right. Well, he didn't even make it to the end of the episode. He sings. And then they're talking to him. And he's like, I'm done. I'm taking this off. And like the host and everyone's like, no, no, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he took it off anyway. Was was like, I'm done. I quit. Is that the current season? Yeah, uh, no, last season. Oh, okay, I'm last surprised season. that wasn't a bigger news story because that, to me, like would get people to watch if that if they were out there and being talked about. Yeah, because it was, it was last season, <laughs> but it was funny because yeah, they're like, no, no, don't, and he did it. It's because they're supposed to guess, right? And yeah. they never got a chance to guess. He just took his. And also, like, yeah, if you're paying else. someone, if a Mickey Rooney or Mickey Mickey, uh, uh, Rooney. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Uh, if, if you're paying someone of his caliber, you know, because he was nominated for an Oscar not that long ago, uh, who had a bit of a career comeback, like, 
you know, he, they're probably paying him a decent amount to be on that show for at least X number of episodes. And if he's right. like bailing on episode one, they're like, oh, we can't drag this mm. out like we were hoping to. Right. They get yeah, good people on that show, though. I don't know if they're paying him a lot. He's not. The wrestler, I think, was like 2007. Oh, wow. That was that he's long still, ago. He's still like thought of in higher regard than a lot of the like reality stars and stuff that do yeah, these kind of but, shows. Like, who do they want to watch a show like that? Like, really young. <laughs> well, they, no, they, they want a mix. It's if you think of like Dancing with the Stars, they, like casting is everything on those shows. So they have a mix. Right. People oh. from different facets of entertainment, different age ranges, because you're trying to get as many people in the tent as possible. I'm right. sure they had Buzz Aldrin on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> right. Buzz Aldrin and the and the little Asian boy from Minari. Was he in there too? No. I'm just saying. I'm it's not like, pretty. I'm good well, looking. It's not, it's not too late. Yeah. No. Get on there. It's not too late. Anywho, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Kirkendall Barrett Presents. Or you can find me on Instagram at Kirkendall. Jason. Uh, please uh, go and leave us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. And we are on so many. And thank you for listening. Uh, if you're looking for us on Instagram, we are Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. Uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, I am at Big Shot Jason. Kirk. Oh, I just realized something. Uh Jason, did you think I was kidding about Buzz Aldrin? He really was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, gosh, I did not no, know I that. Remember. He was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kurt Fitzpatrick, that's Kurt with a K. Uh, KurtFitzpatrick.com for all your Kurt Fitzpatrick needs. That's it. <laughs> and if you like podcasts, I have another, I have two other podcasts. One of my podcasts is a soap opera podcast called Less Love Soaps. And my other podcast is called The Reality Reading Rainbow, where I read books written by reality stars and try to make sense of them. And I do interviews as well. I have two episodes coming out this week. Uh, one of the episodes is chapter three of Shep Rose's book, Average Expectations from Southern Charm. And I also have a guest. I talked to Nathan Brown from... Um, um, from the um, uh, Bravo effing Bravo podcast <laughs> and something bad. What is it? Reading bad books. Um, we promote him on his podcast. <laughs> you heard the promo breaking at the beginning of this books. show. Breaking down bad books. Yeah, breaking down bad books. He is my guest. <laughs> He's promoted on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking down, breaking down bad books. Okay, good. Yes. And that's it. I'm not. So next week we have a Hallmark one. And, you know, after after a good Lifetime movie, I'm always ruined when it comes to Hallmark movies. Yeah. But we got to do it. We get a lot of miles out of these Hallmark so, movies, too. We do. True. They're, just, they're tough True. to watch sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But cleanse the palate before the next Eric Roberts experience. Right, exactly. There have been so, some good, in fairness, though, there actually have been some good Hallmark movies this year. There have been some terrible yeah. ones too, but there have been some actually good movies. Well, now that, now that, now that 
Hallmark is catching up with the times. Yeah. I am liking the later Hallmark movies a little better because they're, you know, they're they're getting their shit together. Some of them. That so, the like, one two weeks ago was, was a Some. recent movie now. <laughs> Just pointing that out. Anywho, I gotta go. I got pasta waiting for me. All right. So, so boiling for two hours. Time. Bye. Bye. Bye.